Kids at Hogwarts, a Harry Potter podcast made by kids for kids. I'm Daisy. I'm Mon. And I'm Sophie. Today we're going to be talking about um, chapter one of Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone, The Boy Who Lived. Okay, so let's get into it. So at the very first part of the chapter, we learned that Mr. and Mrs. Dursley lived at number four Privet Jive. They were very normal. They didn't hold with anything strange or peculiar. They were the definition of normal. Mrs. Mr. Dursley worked at a very boring company, Grunnings, which made drills. So he worked in a boring office. And yeah, so Mr. Dursley was big, beefy. He hardly had any neck and he had a very large mustache. Mrs. Dursley was thin, blonde, had nearly twice the normal amount of neck, which she used to spy on neighbors over their fence in the backyard. That's creepy. It is very creepy. Like, why is she spying on people? Um, they had a son named Dudley, who was very small. So, um, Petun- he was fat. <laughs> he was. He was fat. He does get very fat. <laughs> um, so, Petunia, who Mrs. Dursley Petunia... She had a sister who she didn't talk to. They didn't talk about her because she didn't like the subject. Um, um, her sister, Lily, she was not normal at all. She was undersleyish. Um, the Potters, they had a small son that was Dudley's age, and they didn't want Dudley mixing with a child like that that came from a family like the Potters. Let's talk about a normal Dursley day. So, Mr. Dursley... Vernon, he would pick out his most boring tie for work. So it's weird that, like, in the book, it's, well, it's not weird. It's interesting that they would emphasize that he picks out his most boring tie for work. Like, he purposely goes into his drawer and is like, which one of these is the most boring for work today? (laughs) Mrs. Dursley would gossip to Mr. Dursley as she wrestled Dudley into his high chair. So clearly, Dudley, from the start, is has behavior issues and... He's not a good kid. Well, he's a little boy. He, Still, but like, natural. yeah. But then, he know but then he, Most- but then Miss Mr. Dursley was like little tyke. <laughs> like he encourages the behavior from Dudley, which really it shows in the rest of the books. Like that's why Dudley is the way he is. It's because Mr. Dur- uh, Vernon and Petunia treated him the way they just treat like. They acted like everything he did when he was little was okay, which is probably the reason why he became the way he did. To Harry and even, like, on his birthday in this book when he's, like, there's not enough. on the stairs. Yeah, and there's not enough presents. It's just, it's crazy that just from the beginning, just from the way that his parents treat him, it really changed, it really develops how he becomes to Harry when he gets older. Last time you were 36. Yeah. They did a really good job of that in the movie movies because they showed him behaving the way he did in the books. So no one noticed, specifically that day, no one noticed the tawny owl fly past the window, which clearly wasn't normal because... So at 8.30, Vernon would get his briefcase. He would kiss Petunia, and he tried to give Dudley a kiss... But Dudley was busy throwing his cereal at the wall. I know that most kids will make a mess with their food when they're really little like that. But Dudley was one. So shouldn't his parents have taught him by that 
that point in his life, at least a little bit of trying not to make a mess, but he was fully throwing it at the wall. Then Miss Vernon just leaves. He gets in his car and he starts to drive down the street and he sees a cat reading a map and he's, I don't, I, he looks at it and he's confused, but he just thinks he's seeing things. And then he looks back at the cat and the cat's looking at the sign that says Privet Drive. So Vernon is a little bit confused and he thinks that's thinks that's strange but he just kind of pushes it out of his mind and is like cats can't read signs and they can't read maps so I'll just think about work so he um yeah so he just busies himself with thinking about work and the extra large order of drills that he want that he expects to come in today so um then he notices people wearing cloaks on the side of the streets, and he thinks it's maybe just a new fashion trend, but then he sees old people, older, not old, but older people wearing the cloaks, and he just thinks that's ridiculous. So my question is, does he know that that's what wizards wear, cloaks, or is he just thinking, like, is he actually just thinking maybe this is what people are wearing right now? Because he has been exposed to wizards before um, with Lily and James, so I just want to know, like, has he seen Lillian James wear cloaks before? Has he seen wizards before? Or is this completely new to him and he's just, he doesn't know? Well, they might have visited. Well, they might have visited Petunia since Petunia was Lily's sister. True, but Petunia didn't like her because of the whole wizard thing. And we learn later that Petunia even wrote to Dumbledore because she, she was begging to get into Hogwarts because... You know, she was jealous that Lily got the letter and she was going to get to go to become a witch. And Petunia was just going to be left alone and be normal. normal. Yeah. So that's definitely where that comes from. I just want to know if Dudley or Ver- sorry, Vernon has ever seen Wizards with Cloaks on. What do you think? Um, yeah, I don't think he I don't think he really knows that Wizards wear cloaks like that. Like, I think he just, I think he just thinks it's a new fashion trend. Okay. In his office, Vernon sits with his back to the window so that he doesn't get distracted. That, like, I wonder, I do you think his window is big? Like, it's a whole wall, just a window? Or, like, is it small? Because he, he's not going to get distracted with this small window. Yeah. But that's also just another example of how normal he needs things to be. Like, he needs to just be on task at his work. And he can't focus on anything else but his job. Yeah. Like, that's his, the only thing that he can think about. He yells at five different people before lunch when he went, decides to go to the bakery so that he can get a bun for lunch. Um, so he's going to the bakery and he passes a, like a group of people with the robes or the cloaks on. And he's like, he just is determined to get into the bakery without... Like, he just doesn't want to even think about those people. But then he hears the word Potter, and he hears the word Harry. So he's thinking, like, there's lots of people with the last name Potter. It could be anyone. But And then he hears the name Harry, and he's like, well, I know it started with an H, but he doesn't, he's not sure that it was Harry. Like, he's thinking, like, Harold or something. And then... So he buys his bun and he walks out as fast as he can back to his office and he picks up his phone because he's really debating calling to P- Petunia and think, like asking her 
has anything happened with Lily lately or do you know anything? But he puts the phone back and he's like, no, I'm not going to involve Petunia. So he, he goes through the rest of his day normally and then he um, gets back in his car and he goes back to Privet Drive. Yeah, so once he gets back, he waits till, like, later in the day, uh, almost when they're going, you know, like, they're going to bed. And he asked, he is asking Petunia, like, in weird ways if, like, if anything's been going on, anything weird has been going on that she knew about. Yeah, so she didn't, I don't think she knew anything about it. So, uh, yeah. So, um... Yeah, when they when they went to bed, Aunt Petunia fell right asleep, but Vernon had a hard time falling asleep knowing that something was going on. He didn't know what, but, like, something was going on. He kind of felt it involved Petunia's sister. See, I'm wondering, like, because does he care? Like, why, why does it matter to him if anything is going on with Petunia's sister? Because no one knows about Lily being Petunia's sister so you know no it's not going to keep them from being normal it's just affecting the society as a whole in the city that they're living in so I wonder what like why he cares so much yeah he well he fell asleep knowing like thinking to himself this can't involve us in any way but that started to change later in the story and then when he finally fell asleep, Dumbledore came into onto Privet Drive. Earlier in the story, there was the, or earlier in the chapter, there was a cat sitting on the wall, the stone wall. Yes. Okay. And right away when he saw the cat, he knew it was like, oh, I didn't know you'd be here, Professor McGonagall. And then they kind of just argued over, like, trust Hagrid with, you know, bringing Harry. Yeah. And then they started to argue over um, if they should call Voldemort by his proper name, Voldemort, or um, or call him you-know-who. But Professor McGonagall wanted to call him you-know-who, and Dumbledore wanted to call him Voldemort because uh, Professor McGonagall thought, like, you know, um, he, like, Dumbledore wanted to call him Voldemort and wasn't scared of the name because Voldemort is the only one that fears Dumbledore like also Dumbledore's the only one he fears um I'm not sure is it from this chapter when he says like a fear fear of the name only causes fear of the person or the thing itself yeah is that from this chapter see no that's okay this I think this is later in this book but it's like in the last chapter oh oh and another thing a lot of people were scared of saying the name because when Voldemort was in power the name was tabooed yeah so, so like people would know you, uh, Voldemort and his followers would know who said it and where. The he- so the headmasters and Hagrid they discussed how Potter's parents were murdered by Voldemort, and Hagrid comes in because he flies his his motorcycle, which he Flying. got from Sirius. Yes. So that's interesting because he says he comes and he talks about how he got the motorcycle from Sirius because Sirius said, "I won't be needing this anymore." He didn't say that? Uh, no, he didn't say that. He said, um, I better be getting this motorcycle back to Sirius. Yeah, um, so I think he just let Hagrid borrow It's a it. big motorcycle, too. Like, yeah. have you seen the one in the movies? Like, that would fit Sirius. Sirius would be small on that huge <sighs> motorcycle for Hagrid. I know. 
Yeah, so they also discuss how Voldemort tried to kill Harry, but his power broke and he disappeared. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so then Dumbledore decided to place Harry with the Dursleys, which McGonagall is surprised by because they're so normal. And she also says, uh, talks about how Dudley was, um, uh, was begging his mother for candy. And See, angry this is also another part in the story, like, if you're debating if Dumbledore is good or bad, because it doesn't make sense. Why would Dumbledore put Harry in private drive with the Dursleys? Like, well, Harry has... He, he put him there so that, because if he was with wizards, it, it would give him... T- it, he wouldn't have very much time to adjust to, be, to being the chosen one and being the boy who lived the most famous wizard of his time at that point then. Still, I just think that... There's so much, there's a lot of other people that they could have placed Harry with that could have helped him adjust to being the chosen one and being, you know, how famous he was with having gone through getting with the killing curse with Voldemort and people could have helped him adjust to that in the wizarding world and they could have helped him prepare for his Hogwarts years and all of that, but Dumbledore decided to put him with a family that he knew would be abusive or... Well, he didn't know they would be abusive. Emotionally he, abusive. He didn't know that. But, um, he, but did, he learns that but and he, he still doesn't move him. I do agree with Daisy that he might have, you know, he should have put um, him in a different helm. But uh, the Dursleys were the only family he has. So. Well, I'm but sure there's serious. someone on the... He's got. He's the Godfather. But there's yeah. But they figure pe- that out. Like there's people on the Potter side. Oh, like I'm sure. Him. I'm sure there's an aunt or uncle or even grandparents on the Potter side. James's family that he could have gone and lived with that would have accepted him and raised him as their own child. When, which would have been better than him being with the Dursleys. Well, who yes, but Dumbledore didn't know. And even if he found out later. He couldn't, cause that'd be like stealing the child, the the Vern, the Dursleys, um, yeah, ado- uh, adopted son. I still don't think that he should have put him with that, but I understand that he has his own reasons. I still think that it it would have been better if he had been put with someone from the Potter side of the family. Um, I also have another question that I wanted to ask you guys. So, do you think because in the book Dumbledore acts like he's surprised to see that McGonagall's there, and she transforms into the human from the cat. But do you guys think that he knew she was an animagus? Or was he just trying to be funny? Or what do you guys think? He probably knew. Yeah. Because he'd probably yeah. been working. Because so. Mer- Professor McGonagall uh, turn in the movie, she, like, turns into a cat a few times. So, like, yeah, you know, she does that in her classes. And she has marks around her eyes. What? True, In that might story. have given it okay. away. Yeah. And she is a professor of transfigurations. Yeah. <laughs> and so. she's registered. But it's just, I, he's probably just being funny. But, like, also the way in the book when he's like, oh, I didn't know you were going to be here. And, like, he kind of acts surprised when he sees her transform. So, yeah. So, and Dumbledore a points out that... um points out Harry's scar and asks if that's where the spell hit him and that's where in where Avada Kedavra hit him yeah and so Hagrid says yeah 
and he's like, yes. And he's like, this will be this will be with him forever. So then Hagrid takes baby Harry in his arms and puts him on the doorstep until a few hours later when Miss uh, Aunt Petunia was putting out the milk, the the empty things of uh, glasses of milk. And she comes, she see, she screams when she sees Harry. When she sees Harry, that was probably very surprising for her. Like the most normal people, you know, they, they only want to be normal. They just want to be the family of three. They want to have Dudley and just be very normal. But imagine them finding Harry on the doorstep. And I'm sure a couple of neighbors probably saw Harry on the doorstep and were like, that probably just changed everything for them being normal. Like they were like, okay, we have to rethink everything. Like, where are we going to keep him? Where's he going to sleep at night? You know, like, cause they, they didn't want to take care of him. They wanted to be normal. They didn't want the extra kid. They didn't want the magical kid from Lily, who's yeah. probably gonna end up being a wizard. I think, yeah, I think uh, Vernon, it must have been. It's Vernon. Uh, Ver- sorry. Uh, Vernon must have, you know, been really shocked because he went to sleep thinking, like, nothing weird is gonna happen to us. This can't be involving us at all in any reason. Mm-hmm. And then when he woke up and uh, Petunia found him, He's probably really you know, he's probably yeah. And then also this probably this um probably shapes the way that the the Dursleys treat Harry because they didn't want him to be magical. They wanted him to be normal with them. So they were probably like, okay, if we treat him kind of badly, like they put him in the um under the stairs, the cabinet, they were probably like, okay, we can kind of scare the magic out of him. Like He's not going to be magical. We're going to keep him from being magical. He's not going to go to the wizarding school. He's going to live here and be normal. So is there anything else we should talk about it before we wrap this up? Um, no. Okay. So we're going to, each time we do a chapter we read, we're going to read the last sentence of the chapter to kind of close it out. Yeah. So go ahead, Vaughn. One small hand closed on the letter beside him, and he slept on, not knowing he was special, not knowing he was famous, not knowing he would be woken in a few hours' times by Mrs. Dursley's scream as she opened the front door to put out the milk bottles, nor that he would spend the next few weeks being prodded and pinched by his cousin Dudley. He couldn't know that at this very moment, people, meeting in secret all over the country, were holding up their glasses and saying in hushed voices, To Harry Potter, the boy who lived... episode of Inside Hogwarts.